Hey, what's up, wrestling fans? It is your friends, Mike Stallings and Rafa Sparza, back here again for another installment of Heel Section. It is the first heel section of the new year and we know it's been a little while since we've talked with you guys but we hope that you have missed us because we have been thinking about you guys a lot so there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on in the world of pro wrestling um maybe some six star matches i'm not sure uh i'm gonna actually have it on in the background by the way uh just so i can watch it because i haven't watched the whole thing i know i'm a terrible pro wrestling fan i have a life sometimes you shoot me but joining me as we mentioned up top my good friend mike Sollings. mike how you doing Hi, buddy. Now, Mike, if I were to ask you how many stars you're having on this day, how many stars would you say it would be for today's day? Oh, today's a five-star day. Every day is a five-star five day. Oh, no. Every day is a five-star day. Five-star well, day. Like I'm, I'm being raised by really Meltzer good day, constantly. <laughs> Every day Meltzer driving through the day. There's no other <laughs> way. I'm not going to wrap this out, dude. I can't do it. That's fine. Um, I have to ask you up top. I mean, I'm watching it in the background so that I can I can educate myself and, and totally know what I'm saying. Uh, would you have ranked that that whole match a six star match? See, this is where I'm going to get in trouble, buddy. Um, I'm going to be the counterculture on this uh, this argument or conversation about this uh, Omega Okada of event and it was pretty grandiose i'm just happy that omega finally got his main event um treatment like he needed to i think that was a huge takeaway from it um i still think Sami Zayn versus nakamura was a better match okay but yeah that, it was a very good match it had everything that wrestling should have in it i mean they hit every spot um, accordingly, what you're about to see, I can't. I'm not going to try to spoil it too much, but that's fine. But I'm also seeing a Terminator opening. <laughs> no, my, just wait for it. You, because... ha I almost want to. <laughs> I need to sync it up with you because I, I, it's controversial to me a little bit. Okay, why? Why is it controversial to you? He has a gun, Rav. Well, it's a gun. Who doesn't? Samojo had a knife, and people went nuts. Right? <laughs> Would I just there's a, a very strange element of like, all right, so now we're gonna go ahead and choke slam this poor Asian guy who's in a leather jacket and now he's taking his oh oh nope. Is he gonna host the celebrity apprentice now? Because he also has cyborg powers, apparently. Right. My well, favorite part of that is how it was smart for them to go to reread into the Japanese. Wonder how many takes that took or how fluent Omega is in the Japanese. Okay, but as I'm watching this, all right, I'm in. It's not a problem. And you're happy that he gets his main event. But how important is it to have a six-star match? Like, what do the stars mean anymore? Because everybody seems to rank them. I know we talked earlier about a four-and-a-half-star match earlier. So that was a thing, too. It's, but, an, it's an emotional connection. It It really... A crowd can make or break um, half a star. <clears throat> and I don't know why Meltzer – I think Meltzer is the the Kelly Blue Book of, of five-star <laughs> matches. Like if he says it is, that's how we go off it. He was really controversial last year for giving a Young Bucks and Adam Cole versus Matt Seidel, Ricochet, and Will Ospreay five stars. People were mad because they think he just gave it to them. Off of Will Spray, Will Spray, uh, Will Ospreay and Ricochet, <laughs> Will Spray, uh, Will Ashay and um, Ricka Ospreay's um, Japan match, which was controversial in itself, which was one of the best matches of the year, probably the second I would say. But um, when you you can go into a match thinking it's going to be like that, and if they pull off all the spots, like which I think this one did, I think there was an expectation for these two guys to put on. Uh, the match that they did. It shows what Okada can really do. He's been so good for so long, and they found a really good seller to showcase his, his skills. To the, like. Can we also discuss the fact that I think Omega got the short end of the stick on the mask department? Because while the actual <laughs> promo package wasn't bad... That mask is kind of boo. You know, like, he got it the day before. Stuff. Like, no, he got it on the street out there. There's there's mm -hmm. vendors like around the arena probably that have 
everywhere from Dora the Explorer to Terminator. Um, I think it's just his little love note to Triple H, to tell you the truth. I mean, that's what I was wondering there is I was like, Jesus, are we revisiting the unforgettable entrance? I was there live. Of a it was product tie-in of Terminator cool. Genesis live. I really like that. In oh, that Universal the, Studios. Well, don't forget this. It's more important to know. It was out during the sunlight where they're all like, look, during the dark, it's not that bad. But in the sunlight, I can see I can see how this is a problem. Have you got to him pointing show. the gun at the crowd yet? I did. What? That, does that get over in the States? No is the answer. But does that ever get over in the States in this climate? I mean, listen, I'll, all I know is the NRA has just uh, tweeted an approval of it right now. Oh, my um, God. This is, I don't know. I think anybody ducked? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I hope they're not having any, like, Brandon Lee moments. So. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, that's. This is, this is interesting. Too soon. I, like, too soon. Yeah, no shit. So. I wonder when we look at these jackets that you get to wear when you uh, walk to the stage in Japan, like who makes these? I want a 30 for 30 on those people who make that. They're commissioned. They got personal. Well, because the WWF has to have probably has their own like team, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. These guys got to go. Yeah, they go go get them made themselves kind of. I think they're notorious, especially the guys with the um, <clears throat> wrestling stores, the independent wrestling stores. I can't remember this, the name site. Everybody's got their own T-shirt shop. And that's, sure. that's a big reason why people don't leave is because their pro wrestling T-store will get compromised because of their branding rights will be given up to the WWF. Gotcha. So, yeah, they commission it themselves. That makes me think, like, how many of these dudes are, like, doing it themselves, like, sewing it and coming up with, like – <laughs> they have like those artist rendering sketches of like this is how it's supposed to look. I just I was really into <laughs> lavender, you know. I was just into a breakup, and yeah, that's just how I was feeling. And uh, I just really feel that as that happens, and you, and you bring up a good point. But I really hope that as you're like doing it, they're like, "Hey, Raph, are you gonna come out tonight?" No, you know, I really got some work to do. Oh, really? What kind of work are you doing? Well, I make my own jackets. Working on my spats work. I, I guys, I would love to go out for New Year's Eve, but like, I gotta bedazzle. this jacket's not gonna finish itself. I gotta bedazzle a fucking arrow sign with a gun and a skull in between it. So like, uh, you guys go have fun. I have to have these lights blink from the ramp to the ring. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the wattage of power I need. Can you imagine this that like? Blink. Your family like asks you to do a fashion show, and they're like, "Hey, come on, put it on." Come show us your robe. A Christmas story coming down in the the instead of coming down in the bunny ears, it's just break the walls down. The lights turn off in the house and shit. Great. <laughs> WWE, that one's free on us. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're now getting to the very beginning of the introduction. So this is good. There's a lot of confetti flying in the air. I've always wondered what it'd be like to wrestle in the middle of confetti. You don't like streamers? I hate streamers, what? but I understand their importance to our world, so I won't really talk too much shit about them. I have often thought, though, in my head, and I, I want to get your opinion on this, if someone threw a streamer at you, how would you react? Because I know for wrestling, it's a compliment, and thank you, but I also have an instinct that, like, I think internally, without really thinking about it too hard, I'd probably be like, what the fuck did you just do? No, I would have to be. Well, it depends on... Not like walking down the street, but I would – it's respect. That's the best of the best. That's how they get the show. But who the, the fuck shown. started that? Who thought – you know what? It's a great idea to show my appreciation. Just fucking toss whatever I have in my hands. I, ha I happen to have a streamer. Okay, cool. Do you have some silly string? No, I didn't bring it here today. But throw the streamer. I have a friend that throws pennies at, Penny no. at Pennywise out of respect. <laughs> out of Out of respect. Absolutely. And will not That's waver that story whatsoever. He's like, I think they, they have to for sure like it. Just getting pegged in the head with a copper saucer. 
so you and I can talk about this for a little while, but okay. So again, we're starting with the very beginning of a tie-up right here. Um, the match is going to obviously go through different ways. I know what happens. I know how it happens. I've seen clips of this. I think it is important to watch it the whole way through to give it the respect that it is. But we're not going to dedicate the whole podcast to doing that. So before we start transitioning to another topic while I watch this in the background, I do need to ask you, though, Mike, knowing what I know and how this match ends, they said that Kenny needed to go away for a little while and dream it all over again. Uh, What does that mean? I think he said that himself, actually. Um, I think there's a trend of the Wrestle Kingdom exit, especially for these American. I think it might be the, you know, following AJ Nakamura's footsteps to where that's their main showcase because they have more eyes on that than they ever had before as far as the insiders looking at that or the, you know, the wall's been dropped to where they can pay attention to it. And I think Kenny's a smart businessman. He's, he's, that's why he's kept himself away until he knows that he's, I think he knows he's in his prime. That's why I think he didn't need that win. I think it was more of a showcase of what he can do and how he can bump and how he can sell and be a top guy just through the he went through the system for a while i mean there's have you ever seen him wrestle the eight-year-old yeah that was year that was a long 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 time ago it's true you know what i mean so he's been cutting his teeth and not committing with his master plan and i think it's time to cash in um he's kept his finger on the button of what savvy hence the little love note to triple h i mean he, triple h is like mm-hmm. oh yeah i feel that guy you know what i mean and then he got the the stamp of approval. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Instagram. Absolutely. <laughs> John Cena post. Is that what Kenny happens Omega every time he pick. posts? <laughs> That's the stamp of approval. And don't read too much into it. But John Cena has also posted pictures of CM Punk and AJ Styles. <gasps> Uh-oh. What do you say, coach? So... <laughs> There might be, I mean, is it predictable at this point? I mean, is he going to be number three? Just make him number three at the Rumble, for fuck's sake. That'd be pretty fun. Man, so, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I just, I know you're you're touching upon it, but let's finish that metaphor here. Are you alluding to the fact that CM Punk would re-enter the WWE at the Royal Rumble? No, <laughs> I wish. Oh, yeah, could you imagine? Don't even open that door, dude. Oh, well, my God. Listen, the, the MMA world likes to pretend like they know what's going on i already told you off mic what they should do with cm punk it should be cm punk versus ronda rousey billy jean king uh, versus jimmy no. Connors battle of <laughs> point two point no <laughs> nobody really needs to watch that match for a number of reasons and all right so you brought up an interesting point here we're going to start rapid firing uh all of these different things that have been going on in the past couple months because you guys haven't heard our opinions on them and you know what You deserve to hear them, so you're welcome. But one of the things that happened was, in the world of MMA, what I do on my other podcast, they were talking about the fact that Ronda Rousey lost. So yes, I put up a setup on Verbal Tap that said, if I were Ronda Rousey, I would get on the phone immediately with Vince to book up my WrestleMania spot. One, do you think that is the right way to go? And number two, and this is a big one, I really, really want to hear your opinion on this. There are some people who alleged she's broken goods, and the dubs doesn't do broken goods. But TNA does, so do you think she'll make a trip to the compound? Um, I just felt like the WWE had the hand in it the whole time. It was really reminiscent of the Brock lesnar Overeem fight, and when I saw the package pre-leading to it, I said out loud, because I'm a genius, and I've been watching this. <laughs> For so long that Brock is definitely on it is going to definitely lose his fight and it's definitely on his way to the WWE because it's just I just felt that's the way they packaged it. They wanted to make a new star in Overeem, which they will. I feel like they wanted to make a new star in Nunez, but I don't I think we live in a counterculture that was more uh, worried about Ronda getting murked in the amount of time that she did. But I really felt like that was her whole plan the whole time is this is 
going to be able to make a new star so she can waltz into the WWE, especially now since her name. She was gone for 400 days. You can't put somebody in the WWE that's been gone for a year. Nobody's going to – now that she's hot fire, spitting that hot fire, Dylon, she can hmm. be in WrestleMania for sure. Even in appearance, but I think people want to see her get down. And I don't think who should she get down with? Because Stephanie's you, you put a, you already put. Oh, you don't think Stephanie's no, a match? Go say what you were gonna say. I was gonna say because you told me off air what you thought is going to happen this year, as uh, you know outlined yesterday on Raw. What is the scenario that you have predicted? So last night on Raw, they did a bit where uh, Bailey and Sasha just kind of bum rush Stephanie. And Stephanie gave it at her, like, I know your little t-shirt says legit boss, but I'm the only boss. And Bailey had to hold Sasha back. So if they're smart and it might seem like a plan B if they can't get Ronda, that the WrestleMania match would be legit boss versus actual boss, which if they write it right would be kind of cool. You know what I mean? They've always had Vince. So let me see if I get this right. It would be a who's the boss match? With um, Alyssa Milano, Tony Danza, <laughs> Tony Danza, Oh my God! Judith Light in one corner, Jonathan in the other. I don't know that kid's name. Alyssa Milano would definitely design. She has some like a sports apparel line that she would definitely design. Go back to your um, designing jackets. Anyway, that's true. That's a great one, especially if he's the ref, because nobody would make a better ref than Tony Danza. And I don't have a great Tony Danza impression. But I would say this in middle school, my friends and I would go around being like, Samantha, Mona. One, two, the heel turn, he would just kip up and go, hey, what? You uh, put his hands out, hey. <laughs> just get a huge pop and it'd be like, what? He just, what is he doing? Hey, you know, hey, what can you. Um, you can't call this a who's boss match without Tony Dan. If you don't have Stephanie fighting Ronda, who? Okay. You just, do you do you put her in the Royal Rumble? Well, let's think about this. That is a great question because before I answer that, I want to ask your opinion because I thought we were discussing the fact of Ronda versus Charlotte. Oh my gosh, I I haven't even thought of that once. Wow, I do you think Ronda could think work about with Charlotte? I think that Charlotte could make her look good. Yeah, that's what I was And I think that Ronda, I mean, let's put it this way. If you're a celebrity, and this is my dream, because I'm never going to make it as a pro wrestler, I want to get the, like, really cool, like, one-off SummerSlam appearance where I, like, hit somebody with a chair or something like that. I don't know. But you're really just looking for, like, those one or two spots if you're a celebrity. And that's it. You get it. Granted, there are some that have to carry a main event match for no reason. Lawrence Taylor. But when that does happen... They're really looking for those one to two spots. The only thing that makes it a little more interesting is the fact that Ronda is a pretty legit athlete, and she could, you know. she'd have to go. She'd go to the ground with her for sure. Oh yeah. My favorite. Now that you mentioned it, my favorite thing. I went to WrestleMania 27 in Atlanta, and the takeaway from it, one of my favorite thing was how good Snooki came off. <laughs> God. She looked really good. That was like one of my favorite things. I was like, oh, she did this like little cartwheel bump. Like I think. I can't remember who was in the corner and she did some kind of like handspring back elbow bump. And I was like, wow, that was really good. Like, was that Snooky? Like, damn. Or was it, wait, was it Maria Munoz or? That was in Miami. Ah, uh, that's right. Miami's. Mm. They, I think they were playing to, I don't know why Snooky would play to Atlanta more than Maria Munoz would to Miami, if that's the correlation. Um. Okay, cool. Let's talk about a few more things because... Uh, okay, I'm gonna give you guys a quick update. Uh, back on the match, uh, it's looking pretty good. It's tough to really at this point call it a six star match because that's really what this is about, right? This is watching this, especially when you know that people are like losing their shit to be like, is this a six star match or is this a five star match or where is it? I can tell you this I'm enjoying it. I think that it's indicative of two performers performing at max capacity for what they can do well back to your question about the what makes a five-star match do the psychology so these guys are kenny omega prides himself on this psychology so i mean that roller coaster going up track is going to be a lot longer gonna be on colossus 
You know what I mean? They're going to take you there. And then when you're going to come down, it's going to be, <clears throat> it's going to hit when it's going to hit. But I think that's the essence of this is that they're telling a longer drawn out story where the casual fan can see, you know, what they, how Okada looks like a golden boy and the strength of it. And Kenny Omega looks more like this flaily renegade that's there to take, which was the essence of the bullet club, the Americans invading, yeah. you know what I mean? So they put him on that stage which was kind of cool that they did not really build around just the whole American versus Japanese. It was more of about, you know, the honor of the art and, you know, the grind for once. Not the arts. Sorry, wrong podcast. You like how I did that? I Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had to deal with the whole bunch of Meryl Streep. If you haven't heard Verbal Tap, go listen to our uh, nice little episode on Meryl Streep. Episode 208. It's a good one. Anyway, back to the real world that matters. One of the real arts, as we saw that, you know, Meryl Streep gave pro wrestling a free pass. I have to ask this. Okay. So I have a a fun idea, which is we've been gone for two months. There's been a whole bunch of fucking topics that have been up in the air or at least brought up. I want to see how many of these topics we can get to in 10 minutes. So I'm going to put 10 minutes on the clock and we're going to try and get through as many things as we can. The goal is to hit. How many topics do you think we can hit in 10 minutes? Ten. Ten? No, yeah, we overtalked. Uh, does this like pardon the interruption right now? No, it's not. It's the, I mean, it's like pardon the fucking us. Wait, what would you call it? The pardon the interra? No pun intended. Like how yeah. verbatim was that a pardon the interruption? <laughs> so what I'm saying here is I'm just curious how many topics we can get through. So ten minutes on the clock. I'll say fifteen. Okay. Because some of these are going to be People are groaning that you're putting more time on it. They're like 10 minutes. It's already too enough. We thought you were going to do this. No, no, no. I mean, 15, we're going to have 15 topics. It's going to be 10 minutes Mm. is what I think. Okay. All right. Let's go. Number one, Mattel incorrectly labels Cesaro action figure as Steve Austin. (laughs) How? What kind of chonies is he wearing? Are they black? (laughs) Uh, I don't know, but I think it's really funny in that uh, basically all bald guys, they pretty much all look the same, right? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't call it Goldberg at that point because he's skinnier. What the fuck? Hey, speaking of which, Goldberg has now come back. In the time that we have been off the air, Goldberg has both come back and won in 20 seconds. What did you think of the match? Uh, That was the one thing. It can't be voted match of the year. Do you give that five stars? Because the reaction to that, I don't care who you were, was like what the you will all that feeling in a bottle is really hard to get. And that all of us felt that regardless if you were for it or if you thought it was the worst thing ever, you were just like, what the fuck just happened? Go to WCPW and watch their reaction video of them watching it. It Yeah, it's how we all felt. Just jaws dropped. It fucking stops, and when you – is he going to put him up in the jackhammer? And when he got him up, you're just like, holy fuck, like time stopped, and you can't replicate that. that that's one okay. of a kind thing, and it kind of take, took you a while to have it kind of set in. It was just fucking – All right, all right. We'll come back to Goldberg a little bit later. John Cena hosted SNL. What did you think of that? It was all right. It was okay. I, he did good. You know what I mean? He didn't stutter enough. You can see all the writing, but that karate kid bit was good when he kept on kicking him through the fucking wall. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's transitioning into Hollywood Cena, and that's a big step for somebody. That's not something to shake your head at. That's a whole week of, you know, they had to come up with it with him, off of him. You know how the game goes. Yeah, it was... I liked it. I didn't think it was one of the better SNLs, but yeah, he... He's on his path, man. We put this down. Linda, uh, I'm sorry. Linda McMahon was hired by uh, Trump to lead small business administration. No shit. Really? <laughs> I love talking to people that don't know anything about wrestling and they go, yeah, well, that just comes from Donald Trump hosting WrestleMania 4 and Wrestle- WrestleMania 5 on back-to-back years. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> Was in a match against Bobby Lashley. Oh, he chose Bobby Lashley to defend his hair, basically, <laughs> in a shave your head match against Umaga. He had the whole roster to pick, and he picked Bobby Lashley. Yeah, the dude's not racist, first of all. And second of all, <laughs> he had actual money fall from the fucking ceiling for his WrestleMania um, 
fucking road, whatever, his promo build. How much of that is truly the dubs trying to get somebody over? They're like, please like him. Here's money. They don't have a choice. They're in it together. It's been – it's what people don't understand. Uh, by the way, uh, I need to interrupt you. Just a second ago, Kenny Omega uh, dove over the top rope, and it looked beautiful. What's the first thing you that thought was... about? Uh, I mean, there's a lot I can think about. But, I mean, honestly, I, I get a lot of HBK kind of excitement on that. So, what Did he do the flip? Yeah. Okay, so there's – the essence of this match is they're kind of doing the greatest hits of their influences. And the first thing I thought of was Jerry Lynn RVD. Beautiful. Oh, drop kick to the back of the head, by the way. Yeah. All right. We're going now to a next uh, sort of thing. We're now talking about Cody Rhodes and his life post WWE. Fun fact. Mm. One year since WrestleMania, he's been on WrestleMania. Bound for Glory, Final Battle, which is Ring of Honor's WrestleMania, Battle of Los Angeles, which is PWG's WrestleMania. He won the Internet Championship on WCPW, which is Catching Fucking Steam, and he was just on Wrestle Kingdom in a year's time. So you tell me if he needs that machine or not. And he joined the Bullet Club. Yeah, I know. The Bullet Club just seemed like an extra thing, a feather in his cap. Um, let me ask you about this. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, this guy a little bit later when we get to the more of the current, but Kevin Owens eviscerates a fan in the audience. Did you see what the mom (laughs) reposted after that? Tell the story. Well, because the story goes, he got the kid touched him, I guess. Yeah. And he got mad. Don't you ever touch me, especially wearing that t-shirt, which was a Roman Reigns t-shirt, of course. Yep. And the mom wrote a letter saying how that was actually one of his favorite superstars ever and that they had actually bought him Kevin, Owen, Kevin Owens gear for Christmas. But the kid hates Kevin Owens so much that they did not know what to do about the gifts that they got for him. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? And then Kevin Owens' response. Beautiful. Yeah. It's the stuff that magic is made of. His his Twitter should be given an award. Um, I also want to go back to the Linda McMahon thing real quick before we finish there. Small Business Administration. This one comes from my friend James Victory. He said, Small Business Administration is the worst faction name ever. <laughs> and I said, that's a fucking genius line. I'm going to steal it. So I just did. It's almost uh, like the... Um... What was that? The union with Ken Shamrock, Holy uh, <laughs> Test, and one more person with the two by fours. All right, let's go to our next topic. It's uh, WWE announces United Kingdom Championship Tournament. Yeah, I'm the counterculture on that one, too. I think that's um, a direct response into uh, the popularity of one WCPW, which is what culture pro wrestling. Uh, they got so big as a company, they and are such fans they started their own independent promotion and they're grabbing guys like john morrison cody rhodes alberto del rio and getting over their british stars because it's in the united kingdom and with the advent of flow slam with all the independents and a lot of this overseas explosion of uh british wrestling <clears throat> coming to the forefront with guys like zach saber jr uh with that doug doug williams throwback style of kind of hard-hitting to where they even did a whole throwback on the world of sports um, kind of style. They gave that a pay-per-view where they put um, Dan Massive over, uh, who's a huge star in the British. So I think it's just a direct response into that. I actually tweeted immediately after uh, Wrestle Kingdom that the WWE announces a a Japan slash China slash rest of the Asians uh, championship tournament. Yeah. Following Wrestle Kingdom, which I wouldn't be so too surprised if they kind of branched out to do that now. Listen, yo, I'm ready to be the Antarctica champion. So <laughs> I'm putting that there. Let's go to our next topic, which is Stephanie McMahon's best fucking line ever. Fans chant CM Punk. So if you guys could keep that up for about two minutes and 15 seconds, you'd last one second longer than Punk did. Who are the five greatest rappers of all time? Dylon. That was just hot fire, dude. What do you, what can you do? Especially, do you think she had that planned? Oh, I, I feel that she's had that in her pocket. 
I don't know if it was planned in that moment, but I think that was one of the most spectacular things For sure. I've seen. Because uh, the crowd, let's talk about the this. crowd shut the fuck up real quick oh they? They, the crowd had nothing for that and what else do you expect of them to have for something like that um the return of john cena let's discuss that john cena comes back challenges aj are, are we ready to see this again is this his heel turn do you think he is? are we doing a double turn with aj and cena because we hate part-timers now and they just keep harping on that and when he called him the rock you're you're the rock now ah you know what i mean i think we're going towards that more reality based you know how john's never gonna marry you nikki and that whole that's so funny throwback to when hogan and sean were cutting on each other like out of kayfabe to where there's gonna be some kind of shock value where we might be edging out of pg-13 but making it really real enough to where it rides that line Okay, now we're looking at The Miz. The Miz loses his shit after losing his title to Dean Ambrose. No, 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 no. It just felt like he was trying too hard to recreate the magic he caught the first time. It just felt so kind of forced, and he kind of was on repeat at the end of it. <clears throat> He's trying, though. The Miz has been the best heel in the whole the whole industry for the last year, like it or not. Ric Flair... Picking up a whole bunch of weight. I couldn't fucking not believe that. You posted that. I cannot. That made me feel like a, a schmuck, dude. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And part of me thought he was going to drop dead right after it, too, which is awful. Uh, let's talk Enzo Amore with a kid. One of the great. Uh, you need to tell him where to find that. That actually almost started crying before. It's one of the cutest things. Fuck cat videos. That's one of the cutest things. <laughs> what do you think about Enzo wearing his wig on top of his wig? Genius. I, I could watch that forever. Uh, let's talk about AJ. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, we'll come back to this one. Uh, AJ botching uh, on a live event. Is that his first botch ever? Hey, look at that. How many topics did we get? I think we got 10. Oh, no, 11. We got that last one in. No, you went and, to Linda uh, McMahon because uh, you went woo! to Linda McMahon fucking twice. Get out of here. Woo! Hold on. Well, I had to go there because you were spending 90 seconds well, on each did fucking Did just land on his neck? Woo! That fucking gate. Woo! The gate or the table? We're not even at the table yet. We're at the fucking gate jump. Oh, man. Where he, like, launches over that. That's the hardest part for me is convincing myself to jump like that. I don't mind doing it, I guess, on the mat. But oh, when Okada, when Okada did it. No, 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 that was Omega, who jumped over top rope, like, does a backwards uh, flip. Yo, I thought that's what you were talking about before. That's what I thought about RVD, Jerry Lynn. No, 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 no. That was the dive out from the top rope on that one. So, okay. Can you hear, those, need to talk about can you hear the kids in the background? I hear them very vaguely. I'm trying not to keep it very high. Do you want to so really press pause and we go handle this real quick for a... No, no, no. I, I've got enough here. Like I said, I'm doing a good job of keeping it off air. Let's talk about this. So, okay, we have all those different narratives that we just went through. That was basically going to catch you up. Did we miss anything from the past two months, Mike? Was there anything significant that we should talk about? Um, the New Day um, title mm, reign. Okay. They broke the record. Um, I like how they did. They took it off of them the day after just to say, fuck you, demolition. <laughs> Try to sue us again. This is what we think about you and your hopes and dreams of ever being in the Hall of Fame. Um, where do we go with the New Day? I think they're going to make Xavier the breakout star of it here pretty soon. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus winning the belts. That's kind of a cool thing. Cesaro's finally getting over, even though Mattel's labeling him as Steve Austin. God. Why not? Oh, hey, what Byron said, he's like, uh, yeah, it's like we have a, a live Rosetta Stone at the table. What the? I love Byron Saxon. Um, what else happened? Rich Swan. I love Rich Swan. I think the cruiserweight division might be on its, I don't know, its saving thread. Um, hmm. I don't know if they can get a top guy in there, but I really love Neville's repo. What do you think about Neville? Yeah. That gif I sent you was great when he stared the kid down and almost freaked him out of his, like he was at a haunted house or something. And the dad had, yeah, I love that. Cause when you, you told me about that and I was like, Oh shit, I do want to see it. And we like the way you describe it, you, you have to see it. You send me it. And I go, yeah, I'm super 
fucking enjoying every second of this. Um, I did just see the table spot, which I do love a lot, by the way. That was fucking awesome. He came very close to impaling himself with that little metal piece under it. Yeah, and here's what I like. So if we're really talking about momentum of the match, I felt like especially really mid-match was when you could really see where like they're going to amp up the level of it. So, yeah, there is a psychology to it that is fun to watch, even uh, not being like 100% immersed and watching every second of it. It, it is a very... I think that's where so. casual fans might get turned off is the, the upswing. That's so weird. Here, pause it, pause it. Give me two seconds, pause okay. it. Okay. All right, all right, okay, go, go. Okay. Are you good? Okay. Uh, I really like where you're at at that point. So, yeah, that was a great gif and, and thing to look over at. Uh, next area I want to go to, though, is this. Do they pay The Undertaker by each word? Because you could make the argument there are many things they pay him by. However, yesterday was vintage Undertaker. Where he was taking his time to get out each word. And when he let the crowd say rest in peace before him and then did like a chorus third echo effect, if you would, I just thought this is magic. I'm glad he's here. But we posed this earlier. Can he win the Royal Rumble? Will he win it? What are they going to do with him? Is the match not John Cena versus Undertaker? God, I wish. Who else are they going to put at him? Goldberg? They better not, dude. Who, what kind of speed of match is the Undertaker? We're not going to see AJ Styles Undertaker. There's no reason for that. There's zero. Dude. And really, there shouldn't be to a certain extent. Could you imagine AJ potentially botching? It, it, a that dumbs Styles down match? both of them. It just can't. They can't do that to AJ. I really think I see. An AJ Kenny Omega possibility. That's besides. Anyway, the back to the Undertaker. I really see the main event at WrestleMania being the Undertaker versus John Cena title versus career. So, yeah. however we can spin that, can the last three be Undertaker, Goldberg, and Brock Lesnar, or the last three in the Rumble and Undertaker void some like double spear them out of the ring or? I don't hear there. any mention of a Roman Reigns, so I don't know. Do you think there Roman Reigns Undertaker main event at WrestleMania? Ugh. I, I you know between those two, Roman Reigns always has to figure his way. No matter how good you book something, they're gonna put him in there. So uh, whatever on that. that, I just I know that I feel like so many of us would like to see the closure of. The Undertaker with John Cena, I think. Just because John Cena can be a very safe worker for The Undertaker. Um, conceptually, he makes sense. I know I made the fucking appeal for it last year after WrestleMania. I made the case for it. Well, they can piggyback off I, the part-timing of John yeah. Cena to get him. Because if he is going to go do the Hollywood thing <clears throat> or actually have it be The Undertaker's last... Hurrah. But that right. begs me the question we were talking about earlier. Do you think fans spend too much time doing this? And does it take away from the work, the actual story to the road to WrestleMania that we're too busy trying to build the card in our head that it might take away from the actual ride to get there? Because we have all the scenarios all plotted out. And if they don't do what we want them to do which has been the last two years at the Royal Rumble and it's almost been complete anarchy because of it hashtag quit WWE Network or cancel whatever that was sure I, well you could say that <clears throat> you could also make the case that uh, like movies have this same issue so like it's just the same as the Star Wars right, nerds right. who are like 
no, no. If Leia's dead now, then like she should all be dead. And let me tell you how episode eight should go. And I've already figured out episode nine without seeing episode eight, but I'm pretty sure I have it. Like it's the same fantasy booking that happens. It's just a different medium. And the true storytellers, it does suck that you have to work around that, but you can work around it. It's it's the ability to do so. I think what it does impede is our ability to like get lost and immerse ourselves into it. But that's where we talk about this importance of, of ring psychology and why it is that these wrestlers need to do what they do inside the ring to tell a story right. that continues it on. So there's arts on many different levels, but it's when one of those levels gets lazy, then it's complemented by two levels getting lazy and it's complemented by Kenny Omega being launched into a table again on the outside, <laughs> fucking propelled up. That's <laughs> Jesus, a thing of beauty, but also Jesus. Yeah. That's where he almost impaled himself. Yeah. That table yeah. was a weird, it's a weird cut for a table. And that metal piece was not very far from the small of his back. God, do they what in Japan? Do they get it made in China? They bought that. At, they bought that down the street too, dude. I'm telling. You. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what we do with the Undertaker, other than if they don't main event him, they did put in kind of that asterisk where it's just like, and if anybody gets in my way. Well, did that not kind of uh, hit you when he said he's going to be in the Rumble? Yeah. You know, that's where I kind of, I was kind of, I think I was playing poker and I kind of was just hearing his promo because I don't feel like watching him take a thousand dollar steps every time he, for the seven minutes that it takes to get him down to the ring. But when he, when I heard him say, I'm entering myself in the rumble, I was like, wait, what? And I turned my head like, cause I just figured he was going to be in a match, like a showcase match. So yeah, that opened up the door to has the Undertaker won the Royal Rumble? Oh, that's a great question. I'll look that up. Probably. As I up I'm guessing probably. It's, it's hard to say because I feel like <laughs> when you have like nine trillion years and you can think like, well, Stone Cold won it like a Three couple times. times. So like hashtag then mm, Shawn Michaels You're doing a great job of hashtag remembering the Rumble. <laughs> the fuck? Royal Rumble winner. First um, of Shawn Michaels ever, by the way. Yeah, which one? Last night was. Oh, last night. Oh my God. Yeah, so we're now we're talking about current things. Okay, so let's discuss the fact that as all of these things are happening, the Undertaker won it in two thousand seven. Is that where he fought King? Or H? Uh, he eliminated Shawn Michaels. So that I no. Think what was the main event of WrestleMania that year? Edge. Yeah, I think so. I'm or King. Check that. It might be Edge. That sounds more right. No, I think 2008 Kane was on his <clears throat> his that good that crazy run, and they fought at WrestleMania. And then I think Edge and Undertaker was the year after because didn't Edge beat him? No, Edge can't beat him. It's a streak, dumb shit. No, 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 no. It was 23 WrestleMania 23, and that one it was Batista versus the Undertaker. God. So there was that All one. Right. Okay. So now as we're getting back, we're talking a little bit more about current things that are happening in the WWE. I'll ask this right off the top. Um, how excited are we with Jericho and Owens being best friends and having titles now? It's the best thing ever. I don't, that's, <clears throat> again, counterculture. I didn't ever think an injury could spawn something so great. Again, God forbid somebody get hurt, but that Finn Balor getting hurt gave us this and it's just been the evolution, the rebirth of Jericho, the list. And now it seems like they're going to break them up and two Canadians holding the U S title just has, especially since they're calling each other, like we're the champion. I, I really want to yeah. know where they're going to go. Cause Jericho can make a prop. I mean, he could get a mop over. He could get, yeah. you know, a street cone over without even, it's, there's something about him. That's the that's the takeaway from the year too was the reinvention of Jericho and just how relevant this guy can stay yeah. by just constantly reinventing himself and just being the funniest thing, the most entertaining thing on the whole show, regardless. Yeah, it'd be one thing to call him, you know, the Madonna of wrestling, oh but uh, Madonna's never ever been 
an entire show into herself, like Raw. So sorry. I thought you were going to say U.S. champion. I I mean, listen, Madonna for one album tried to like actually wear a championship belt on it, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. It had a chastity on it. Don't fucking do that shit, Madonna. Don't bring yourself in that. No, no, no. So off the top of my head, my buddy said to me the other day, he's like, I think I want to get a a custom belt made. And I thought of you instantly. Uh, I will tell you guys this. I'll tease this idea. Uh, So in the world of jujitsu, where we combine WWE and BJJ, thus WWE BJJ. uh, (laughs) Oh, man. The fucking head dump from that full Nelson slam up top. Yeah. um, Hello. (laughs) 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 Just to let you guys know, I'm at about the 45 minute mark of the match. And again, it's still a lot of fun. Tons of spots. And you see all the influences, as you've mentioned here. Um, still enjoying it. So, yeah. So, with that bump this. happening, and that's my big thing with this match, too. Not enough of credit to Okada. I've been a huge Okada fan. Yeah, absolutely. Have a Okada lot of money. Is, Okada's doing, I mean, this is a two way street here. Like, both of them are pulling their weight because Okada it alternates between selling like a fucking master and uh, implementing some great offense himself. Omega, I mean, he understands what this is for him in every respect of it. Right. Not just as a showman, but like as an athlete, which I think is spectacular. Yeah, the way he sells through it the whole time. I always said yeah. about Okada is if uh, the WWE did Randy Orton correctly, it would be Okada. I could get down with that. That makes sense. Because Tanahashi's or John Cena, which was a good – that was a good match – too, but I also think the show stealer going off subject of the whole Wrestle Kingdom was um, Kushida versus Takahashi. Yeah, the re- that was good. The re- I did re- watch re- that one. Um, Kamatachi. So now we're getting to this. Okay, so now we've we've mapped out all the different things. SmackDown Raw. Are we seeing any differences? SmackDown's still kind of the stellar show. To Raw is like, mm. yeah, SmackDown's gotten better, but. They had to get out of that whole Ellsworth phase to being to be taken completely serious. Yeah, I think Talking Smack has really added to it. I think they're doing a good job of making new stars with Baron Corbin it actually being believable mm-hmm. that he fits that spot, regardless of his work rate or his stomach, <laughs> for that matter. Um, yeah, they're doing a good. I think it's a real missed opportunity to be like, you know, real WWE stars have curves. Thank you guys. Oh, Jesus. Just letting you know, it's not have to be a perfect body. Trying to get the Woo! Yeah, fucking knee to the fucking ropes. That's fucking great. You hear how stiff that was? Mm-hmm. Like, he did it once. He's like, no, I got to get this in again and just really need him in the fucking face. Yeah. Uh, anyway, as I was uh, trying to transition into before, with the whole WWE BJJ nonsense, uh, we were talking about the fact of doing... Uh, a championship belt so that we have a traveling belt going on so that people could do jujitsu and, and WWE together. And uh, I had mapped out a sequence with somebody where I was like, oh, yeah, you should try, like, in the middle of me conversing. Um, you should do something with me where you, like, do a roll-up, and I'll transition into an omoplata, which is a yes lock. And he was like, dude, that works really well. I was like, yeah, it's a pretty simple transition. <laughs> and then he goes, I should be wearing a wrestling mask, too. Like, I have a... I have a luchador mask, and I was like, you know what? That's why I work with you. Yeah, I cover, just covering all the bases. But you're going anti your own. You've been so anti belt all the. What happened? You saw those super kick party belts, and you're like a man or what? <laughs> like, super kick party belts, greatest thing ever. I just think that it is important to continue what we're doing because I see people send in videos today. I got tagged with somebody in jujitsu who did, who like taught a sharpshooter or something. And I'm just like, this is great. This this is what it should be. But I like the idea of doing it for what we call, you know, the DDT pro championship that, uh, Joey Ryan does. I right. Think that's right. The, and it was weird. Because Iron I had Man that, hardcore. Yeah. I thought I had the exact same idea for jujitsu and we just haven't pulled the trigger. But I think now we're at a place where I was like, you know what? We should do it. And if they need a frame of reference, we just show them the Joey Ryan stuff. Shout out to Danny like, Limelight Rivera winning the belt on the floor of Comic-Con. Absolutely. <laughs> Dressed as Spider-Man, hilarious. which is one of the best things I've ever seen. And then 
I think I believe he lost it to the addiction. Yeah. Chris Daniels and Frank Kazarian flashing their ring of honor. Like what a spot, Danny. Good for yeah. you, bro. Absolutely. Good luck in your military endeavors. Shout out to yeah. Douglas James. Pizza cutting his way through the Indies. He's going to get his desk. That kid's going to be a star. Woo! A drop kick right into the fucking bottom turnbuckle. Speaking of what you like that, Doug James, we talk about you, and then Omega just owed to your drop kicks. Listen, no, it's not a no to his drop kicks. I was There's trying no to be nice. I was just trying to be nice. Don't you know. be trying to be nice. You said you weren't going to give it to him today. I thought we – I w- Listen, I wasn't, but then – you were trying to give him credit that he didn't deserve. So I don't need to, like, it's my Batman rule. I don't need to wish him well, but I also don't need to save him. So, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, second tombstone in here. Uh-oh, that can never go well, guys. No, it's a reverse tombstone, everybody. All right, so now we're talking about this whole element of we're now back. We're going to be doing these shows more regularly. I'm excited to be doing them again. Um what are you looking forward to most in 2017 in the world of pro wrestling and why? I don't know. Oh, you always got to get excited for WrestleMania. I've been a big fan of WCPW and what they're doing. I just really like their tongue in cheek approach um, to it, even though people don't like it because they're so self-centered, which I think that's what wrestling's all about. It's like if we started a wrestling um, <clears throat> corporation, I'm excited about, the door being open for the Chris Heroes and the Roderick Strongs, um, Kyle O'Reilly's, the Adam Coles to be able to um, get in NXT and in the dubs a lot easier. Um, I hope they don't get a – I hope it doesn't become oversaturated, but it just seems like now's the time for this indie explosion with Flow Slam and Fight TV, and there's just so much out there. If last year was any precedent of the way it's going to go – there's a lot of good matches last year. It might have not been the best year for like overall stuff and people have gripes, but there was a lot of great matches and moments that you could spend a lot of time in arguments over what was top. But I think there might be a lot of that with the advent of this British tournament, maybe another cruiserweight, um, another cruiserweight one. And they're talking about doing a ladies classic too. So yeah, we're talking about that. And I, I was waiting to hear more of it because I only saw brief snippets of them kind of mentioning it. But I do, before we go to the lady side, I do want to ask um, with the UK tournament, is it going to be like, they're going to refer to each other as governor? Well, they're already doing that with, uh, I think that's what this whole Jack Gallagher thing is. It is just getting you Mm -hmm. ready for that promo. (laughs) You like getting you ready for that promo style. That's why they've given Becky Lynch more mic time. Because the rumor was that Kevin Dunn is just over her accent and, She's been cutting yeah. long promos and doing okay with it, but um, yeah, this whole Jack Gallagher thing with the scoundrels and the um, Molly Whippin, whatever all the his slang is. Basically, how does Adrian English? How does Aiden English and uh, Simon Gotch feel about this guy? Jesus. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I'm always excited about. I always get together with a couple of my buddies for Royal Rumble, and we always like to place bets. It's where we get to bring in the commoners. So. When we talk about the road to WrestleMania, I always think it does start, you know, over at the Royal Rumble because we get people together who aren't normally watching. So there is a fascination to me to watch with civilians for wrestling because I get to see it through their eyes. Like if we explain the storylines and what's happening and what's going on and we see them a little lost, then we know like, oh, hey, it's not really making sense to the commoners. But if we also see them captivated, there's nothing more exciting than watching other people get excited about pro wrestling when you know you're already pot committed like i could leave and not watch pro wrestling for a little while and still want to know what's happening right like we're just we're in that realm but not everybody's that way now granted if they're around and they make it an event sometimes they want to be there and they want to uh, be included on this so we're now coming up on the last three minutes of the match and uh, I, i really like the way how they're they're culminating to the end um, so it is, it is fun to watch in that respect. Well, I think two yeah, people get together for, for WrestleMania. <clears throat> it's kind of more of the masses get together and have these parties where yeah. it's become more of a widespread thing to, you want to know your shit a little bit. Like you want to know how yeah. they got there. And that's such an easy story to tell. Like if you win this match, you go to the main show and fight the champion. So it's like, it's easy yeah. to understand without all the 
you know, he kissed his girlfriend and he, you know, lost his job and is in a wheelchair now. Like what? Like, oh, he got invited to a hotel room and, but the girl's rushing. <laughs> like, she's married. Well, they, they broke it on TMZ where then Vince got mad. It's like, no, I don't know. <laughs> Try to explain Star Wars to somebody that's never seen it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, makes total sense. Uh, so let's do this before we're going to go ahead and start finishing it up and wrapping it up. Uh, Mike, I want to get your craziest prediction for 2017. Uh, not, um, Nakamura, AJ Styles, WrestleMania. Mm, I hope so, man. Wrestle Kingdom, revisit. Oh, that, Do you no, have okay. any... An absurd thing is, does Triple H walk out of the of WrestleMania the U.S. champion hmm. and reinvent himself and put his little camo hat back on and he tries to redo, like, some Marine gimmick with, you know, his whole DX flair? Like, is he that self-centered to where he's going to put that strap on himself too because he's never worn it? Yeah. I will say, um, right now, just picked up the end of the match. There's lots of Asian crying that's happening. Uh, and justifiably so. The end that they built to that, I thought was really that that was very right. nice. Yeah, they hit the was, they hit the home stretch beautifully. That's why it's just a perfect wrestling match. Again, if I were to show somebody that's never seen wrestling, I'd either pick Nakamura, Zayn, or maybe this match. To but that's that's pretty spectacular. I mean, it, I love them handing Kenny an ice pack because I, I'm pretty sure at this point I would just be like, guys, I know yeah. I'm tired. <clears throat> And I know that we're we're doing this both for my health and for effect, but like, please wheel me out of here, dude. Okada just got dumped on his neck like three times, and they're just like, "Yeah, dude, celebrate, <laughs> have fun with that." Like, I think they're just so used to their sixty-year-olds just not being able to take their bumps. I love back to the crying Japanese girl. That one Japanese girl was crying, and her two friends saw the camera on her. They're like, "Look, look!" And she just went into a deeper <laughs> cry because. Oh no! <laughs> what was she crying out of joy because Okada won, or was she sad that Omega lost? Is my question. You know, there are some questions that just are going to go eternally unanswered. Wow. So. Uh, well, I think that's going to probably wind it up for us. We want to thank you guys for returning back with us. We are excited to do a whole bunch of new things, maybe a Facebook Live. Yeah, that'd be very fun. near yeah, in the future. Fun. I am as soon as I figure out how to do those sorts of things. Um, but there's definitely no shortage of new events that are coming up. And uh, your friends here at Heel Section, the real Heel Section, right. will be happy to walk you through it. Mike, where can they find us? You can find us at the Real Heel Section on Facebook. Um, Mikey Stall 7X on Twitter, the number seven, the letter X. I'd like Event Sevenfold a lot. Where they can find you, Mr. Esparza. You can find me at a number of places. You can find me at Early Late Night on Facebook, on also Instagram and the Twitter. The same with Verbal Tap Cast. That is going to be Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. We do lots of jokes. We do lots of fun stuff. We do tons of memes for the world of MMA. Perhaps in this year you'll see some more memes from us here at the Real Kill section. We'll see if we are up to it because we're lazy. So deal with that. Hey, buddy. But, are you going to do a mm. early late night anytime soon, buddy? <laughs> yes. Actually, tomorrow I'm doing a uh, Facebook Live. Uh, I'm doing Facebook Live early late night. Uh, on remote location with one of my good friends, Joey House. So if you guys happen to be up in the morning or you just want to catch it, you can look and see later on that day. But if you have questions or if you have jokes, feel free to chime in. You know how much we love fan interactions. So what is early late night, you say? Just imagine a world a... where it's like Jimmy Fallon meets Conan O'Brien, but he's Mexican. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> This is, I steal that this for is a for promo. Rasa. Kid Frost. Oh, wow. <laughs> the whole nine. Wow. I you know, I haven't really decided to go the full Eddie Guerrero route on being uh comes out in a car ground host, but I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking show up at a low rider and lie cheat and steal my way on the network television. Low rider my ass, like an eighty seven like Dotson. <laughs> Brown with that yellow stripe. Yeah, that's core. That's so Reseda. It's going to be great because nobody's ever done a monologue being like, hey, fool, you guys see this? You guys hear this? This is fucking crazy, yo. Like, oh, shit. 
like that fucking Heine, like Meryl Streep, <laughs> she opened her mouth about like uh, MMA. You guys hear this? You guys see this? This is great. Okay, like first of all, we're gonna play a clip, and I'm gonna say like a joke, okay? But not like baby Joker. Like I'm gonna say a joke, fool. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, you remember? Hey, you see Meryl Streep? When, when you remember what she said? You remember? Just like doing full remember, George Lopez. Like, that's all that matters, right? It's just you gotta go George Lopez, homie. Hey, fool, don't, like, mock it till you try it is, I guess, what I'm saying. Like, it's very different. So, like, okay, rest in peace to Salinas because, like, man, my life ain't been the same without The her. whole town of Salinas went RIP'd, I guess, in that bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, everybody knows no, no fucking geographical location is more important than St. Salinas. So with that, we're going to go ahead and cut it on this week. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of us here at The Heel Section, your good friends here, Raph Sparza, Mikey Stallings. Too sweet meat. you guys. Too sweet meat. So long. Do- farewell. RV to say goodnight. <laughs> hey, hey, we don't have the rights to that fucking shit. Don't sing that. God damn it. Just hum it. You can hum it through your teeth, but that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. 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 I through know. I'm teeth, not a good teeth. Uh-huh. 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 That's better. Because it's a court of law and I can't really prove it. Anyway, get the fuck out of here, guys. Bye. <laughs>